Folks, check it out. Arm and Hammer here, and today we're going to be talking about Adam Klink and his wild 500-pound squat and 456-mile in the same day. And just for good measure, he threw in 50 pull-ups, you know, because if you don't recognize that name, Adam Klink, he is a multi-time regionals athlete, you know, top 150 or so in the world, in the open incredibly fit human being. He trains out of CrossFit Krypton. He's the head coach there. That's Ben Smith's affiliate, you know, CrossFit Games champion Ben Smith. So clearly he's surrounded by excellence. And obviously he's got a little bit of excellence of his own. We're talking a 500 pound back squat and a 456 mile in the same day. Now the original idea for Doing something like this, the 500-pound squat, the sub-five-mile, and the 50-pull-ups thing, uh, Dave Castro mentioned that in his book, this book right here, Constructing the CrossFit Games, he mentioned that in his book as kind of like this really uh, unicorn-esque combination of fitness capacities, which is probably accurate. I mean, we've heard a lot of different things about hybrid athletes being incredibly strong, incredibly fit. Uh, Alex Viata comes to mind. He's rumored to have a sub five minute mile and uh, a very heavy squat, like a near 700 pound squat uh, when he was training for that sort of thing. Uh, the question though is, you know, verifiably on the same day on camera, you know, uh, not wearing a squat suit or whatever, you know, can we get a guy on a track running a sub five mile and also in the gym that same day squatting 500 pounds? And the answer to that is apparently, yes, we can. Adam Klink did it. Now, the questions that we need to ask and have answered here are the following. Is it impressive to run a sub five minute mile? Is it impressive to squat 500 pounds? Is it impressive to do both of those things in the same day? Is it possible that other people can do this? And if so, who are they? So is it impressive to run a sub five minute mile? Yeah, yeah, it's impressive to run a sub five minute mile. Now, I'm telling you right now, there's probably people out there like, well, there are high school cross country and track athletes running sub five minute miles all over the place. Yeah, you're right. There are high school athletes running sub five minute miles. That doesn't make it any less impressive. Just go ahead and do this thought experiment for me. And we're going to do this one again. So, you know, get used to it. How many people do I know that can run a sub five minute mile and are not lying to me or themselves? If you have an answer that is, let's say, more than a handful, if you can think off the top of your head, more than five people who at this moment can run a sub five minute mile, you're probably on one of those high school or collegiate track teams that has a bunch of people who can run sub five minute miles. The average human being, scratch that, the average very fit human being, super in shape human being, cannot run a sub five minute mile. And by the way, it's really not that easy to train yourself 
to a sub five minute mile. It's not like you can take somebody who runs like a seven thirty or a six forty five or a six minute mile and just like, hey, you know what? In eight weeks, you're gonna run a sub five minute mile. Doesn't exactly work that way. So training to a four something mile, a sub five minute mile, is uh, it, it's a challenge. It takes it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of time. And I'm not saying that not everyone can do it. I'm not saying like, oh, this is absolutely unattainable by anyone other than super specimen of human beings. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's really, really hard to do that on its own. And it's really, really rare to actually have people who can run that sub five minute mile. The same thing can be said about that 500 pound squat. The king of all lifts. Don't at me, deadlift fans. It's the squat. Trust me about that one. It is a challenge in and of itself to train oneself to a 500-pound squat. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of poundage. It takes a lot of reps. It takes a lot of movement. But that is neither here nor there. That, that's, not, that's not the point. The point is it's pretty impressive to run a sub-five-minute mile. It's pretty impressive to squat 500 pounds. It is hella impressive to be able to do both in even just a lifetime it is really impressive to be able to do both because both of those are, you know, they take a lot of training. It's tough. It's tough to get there on its own with either of them, much less training to do them at the same time, because guess what? Those are kind of disparate in terms of the body types that are, you know, most common amongst the people who can do those things. When you think of the people who are running sub five minute miles, you generally think of taller, leaner, lengthier, asparagi on feet type situations, you know, high schoolers or track stars who are running incredibly fast miles, they're doing it without carrying around 220 pounds of body weight. And at the same time, when you think of the person who squats 500 pounds, they're hefty. That's a they're thick boys. That's a really, that's, I'm being gentle. They're thick boys. At the best, they look super jacked. At the worst, they are out of breath getting out of bed in the morning. So that is really, really different body types that accomplish those two goals, which is what makes the accomplish, uh, accomplishment, accomplishment of both of those things in the same day by the same person pretty cool. And as far as I know, Adam Klink of CrossFit Krypton is the first human being to ever actually pull this off. The five minute mile, he ran a 456 and the 500 pound squat on the same day. That's, that's not to say that there aren't other people who have the potential of doing this, or there haven't been other people who have the potential of doing this. Adam is just definitely the first one that has you know, proven his work. Let's put it that way. You know, put his put his face and his performance on camera for all of us to see. Adam's the first guy to do that. But if we were going to think about it, and we should think about it, who else, whomst else would thine considereth capable of such a feat? I would guess that there's maybe a couple of male CrossFit Games athletes that could pull this off. The the real advantage that Adam Klink had in this 
Uh, and I'm going to do an interview with him that's going to come out either later this week or early next week. So we'll talk about this a little bit. But the real advantage, in my opinion, that Adam had in this is that he was a soccer player growing up. So he had that sort of like sprint, endurance, fast running experience. But he also was redonkulously strong. So as an adult, his PR squat was in the mid 500s. So he had room to lose a little bit on his squat in order to gain a little bit on his run. And that is where you have to look. So when you're thinking about who else on the face of the planet has the capacity of doing these things, don't think of people who have like, you know, a 400 pound squat and a six minute mile. That's not that that's years away from pulling this off. That is years of training away from getting this. You want to find people who have a surplus of fitness in one of those two things, either someone who can squat a house or someone who can run like a gazelle. It's, it's one of those two things. And your hope is that their body is going to allow them to meet in the middle by losing a little bit on the top end of what they have in excess and by gaining at the bottom end of what they're lacking. And I think that's where Adam Klink's success here really shows us what is the pathway to being able to put together such disparate capacities is be ridiculously good at one of them. So you lose, you know, 10% of your performance on the top end or 11% of your performance on the top end of your, your top, top squat, but you gain, you know, a minute or 40 seconds on your fastest mile. That is where that trade-off occurs. So are there CrossFit games athletes who have that type of ability? I don't know. I actually, I honestly don't know. I mean, I would, I would venture a guess to say that Matt could probably come close to doing this because I've heard that he can run sub five minute miles. Um, and he was a weightlifter and he can squat in the high fours. So for him, it would be losing a little bit of speed in order to gain, uh, you know, maybe 10 or 15 pounds on his squat. That would be pretty impressive to see being super good at CrossFit would actually be very detrimental to both of those things. You you can't really be a super heavy squatter and a fast mile time guy if you're also, you know, the best in the world at toes to bar and handstand push-ups. Those don't all go together. The more you add into it, the more complicated it becomes, the more facets you're trying to cover in this capacity, the less each of those things can shine in one direction or another. But outside of CrossFit, I think the only people that you would be looking at legitimately would be something like a decathlete and a particularly large decathlete at that because most decathletes are tall but also very thin, like 6'1", 6'2", but like 180 or 185 pounds as opposed to you know the 215, 220 that Adam Klink is. It just so happens that I'm friends with a guy named Trey Hardy. Now, you may not know who Trey Hardy is, but Trey is a multi-time world champion decathlete and an Olympic silver medalist in the decathlon. Why am I bringing up Trey? Because Trey competed at like 205, 210 pounds. So he competed about 20 pounds heavier than the average 
high-end, world-class, best-in-the-world decathletes, even at the time that he was competing, a guy like Trey is who I would ask about this. And I did. I asked him. I said, hey, Trey, this is pretty impressive. 500-pound back squat, five-minute mile. What do you think about this? And he sent me a video of him in his prime box squatting 600 for a double. And that was when he was running like 440, 1500s, which means, I guess, if I had to do the math here, he could probably do that five-minute mile and the 500-pound squat on the same day. However, he never did, obviously. It wasn't a thing back then. My point is, if you look at the capacities necessary to do something like that, that's kind of the type of human being you're looking at. And that, to me is not, some people might be hearing that and think to themselves, man, Armin's really taking away by saying that there are other human beings that can do this. Did you not hear the credentials of the man that I just listed who might potentially have been able to do this at some point? He was a two-time world champion decathlete and an Olympic silver medalist in the decathlon. He might have been able to do this at one point. That's a huge compliment to Adam Klink in case you're not understanding the subtext of what I'm trying to say. Don't get it twisted. This is absolutely a scenario like the first four-minute mile. Everyone thought it was impossible to break the four-minute mile barrier. And then once one person was able to do it, it happened a whole lot more often after that. I mean, this situation of Adam Klink hitting 500-pound squat and a 456 mile in the same day, in my opinion, is going to open the floodgates. I'm not sure it's going to be as commonplace as the four minute mile has become in track and field. But in terms of a superior goal of an athlete trying to round themselves out, this is probably going to be that equivalent. Anyway, shout out to Trey for providing me with that little context, I really liked hearing that uh, from him. But Adam Klink is right now the man. 500 pound squat, 456 mile in the same day, threw in a very easy set of 50 pull-ups just to, I don't know, placate Dave Castro or something. I have no idea. Congratulations, Adam. You crushed it, buddy. Like I said, I'm going to interview Adam very soon. That interview should be up either this this later this week or early next week. And I'm looking forward to talking to him a little bit more about what it took to get here. Remember, folks, there's a whole lot going on in our sport. It's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. That is what I am here for. I've been teasing this for a little while now, and I'm kind of ready to tell you guys what it's all about. This weekend, registration is going to open up for the Sneaky Fit Summer Series, and I'm super excited for what this event looks like. I've been talking about it, teasing it. Here's the elevator pitch. In our space, if you're looking to compete in something, you're either talking about a multi-day, in-person, weekend-long, crushing-your-body-and-soul-type competition, or... You're talking about multiple workouts over the course of like a month or a month and a half for an online competition and just takes forever. What if 
we built something kind of like the 5K and the 10K, the fun runs that so many people participate in just because it's something fun to do and keeps them active and is a good time. But we're not just looking for like fun to do, keeps you active and a good time. We're looking for a great time. We're looking for the Sneaky Fit Summer Series. That's that's a big plug, guys. That's a big plug. Either way, there's a lot more details coming out, but like the basics are essentially it's online, it's virtual, it's partner. You don't need to even be in the same room at the same time as your partner. You're going to be male-male teams, female-female teams, male-female teams. None of that matters. We've got a performance division where your score is going to be what earns you prizes. And we've got the, uh, you know, having a good time division where the hilarity of your team name is what's going to earn you prizes. It's all going to be done on like a video call all at the same time. So we're all going to hop on a call together. So we're going to be hanging out and enjoying one another's company this entire time while you're doing the exercise. And by the way, the whole thing takes like 70 minutes, start to finish, and it's a good workout. You'll enjoy it. I've got more information coming about it very soon. I think that's about all I want to share about it right now. But, uh, you know, hopefully you guys find that as interesting as I find it. I'll see you very soon. Thank you very much. Take care.